What's up all you gamers, non-gamers, and people who play a game? Yeah, you guys are cool. Um, anyways, welcome back to episode, I'm gonna call it six and a half, <laughs> because the last episode, uh, well, on my, like, uh, recording software, it said it was recording, um, it said it had sound, uh, I submitted the sound, and, uh, from what a lot of people told me, it didn't even work, and that sucks, because I recorded for, like, an hour, <laughs> so... That sucks, um, but I'm going to make it up. Um, I removed the episode, and I'm going to be making another episode Saturday, so look out for that, because I want to make up for the lost episode last week, because for some reason, I don't know, sometimes, I, it's like today, when I started recording, I had to like reinstall my drivers for my mic, which is really weird, because it's never acted like this before. But, uh, yeah, I reinstalled it, and then it started working again, so here we are. I'm definitely going to roll it back the tape this time uh, to make sure my voice goes through. I just, like, really hate listening to myself talk. It, like, actually drives me nuts. So I try, like, the least, I, I try not to listen to myself, like, talk because it, like, bothers me. I don't know if, like, some people, they don't have, like, that, like, particular interaction, but for me, like, if I hear myself talk, I just want to, like, beat my head in with something. It, like, bothers me. But anyways, I uh, thought I'd talk a little bit about the regional I went to. Um, I'll talk about the regional, uh, talk a little bit about DIFO, um, since I had a whole episode dedicated to it that none of you got to hear. And um, I think I'm going to talk about um, kind of my thoughts going into a half-case tourney we have Saturday. So um, one big thing right now that I noticed when I went to the regional is um, I think the theory on stuff, like, okay, so I'll say it this way. I was expecting it to be there, but what I was not expecting is to see so much of it and then like see all the new decks that i've never heard of or thought could be a deck that just like popped up on me and i thought that was kind of cool like i love events like that where you go to it and you're like i mean we all knew despia was gonna be in the room but for me and a lot of people i didn't feel like despia was the best deck at that event like i think there were other decks that were better and that played better and that did more like i feel like honestly that to me, the best deck in the room was ABC Therion, which is crazy to say, but I really did think Despia wasn't really living up to the hype. Um, So we'll kind of talk about regionals. So uh, it was Saturday in Richmond, and I had to wake up at 5 a.m. I worked nights, so it was awful. I had like four hours of sleep. So we drive up there. Um, We get everything set up. I, I always do my stuff online. Just 10 times easier than having to, like, go in and then hear them, like, got to sit in a line. You got to fill everything on paper, which is awful. Awful. Don't recommend it. Especially if, like, you're a Flunder player and you have to, like, sit there. Because you can't – You from what – when I went to YCS Charlotte, from what they told me, you can't abbreviate the Fluanderese and because apparently it's, like, some type of stipulation. So you have to sit there and list every one of them out. Oh, it was hell. It was awful. I hate every minute of it, um, especially like plus my handwriting is like awful, so people can't read it. So it was always fun, like 
having the judge call me over and be like, what the fuck did you just write? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a card. I have it in my deck somewhere, I promise. But, um, so yeah, so, um, this event was a little bit weirder for me because I, I'm actually was taking a new deck. I took, uh, Sun Avalon Adventure Ethereon, which, uh, wow, the deck is good, but I think the build that I was playing was wrong. And there's a couple reasons for that. Um, so I originally started out with like 50 cards. So I cut down to like 45. And now thinking about it, I feel like I probably... So today we played Locals and I cut it down to 40 and it did uh, a little bit better. Uh, I drew Mardell six times in a row. So I can't really like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just brick. Like that just happens with every deck. And I feel like that was just one of those, one of those nights. But I think the deck is good. I just think... I need to work on learning the interactions a little bit better and like understanding like, Hey, if I get hand trapped here, what can I go into that? Like helps me live another turn so I can combo off. But yeah, so we'll do round one. Um, wow. All I'm going to say is he was nuts. It's like, it was the new punk theory on deck and man, I think this deck is so cool. Um, I was big on the punk stuff when it first came out in Grand Creators. I picked all my stuff up, like, from a guy at Locals, uh, for, like, 20 bucks. Because I knew the deck was going to be good. I even bought Collector Rare, like, the Ogre Dances. I bought them for 15 bucks a piece. I ended up trading one for a bunch of Scareclaw stuff that I wanted. Because I think that's going to be a funny deck. But, uh, I have another one that I'm, like, slowly watching it, like, just, like, rise in price. And I'm like, whoa. That's kind of nuts. But anyways, so round one, I play against Punk Therion, right? And um, I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't really know how to stop the deck. Um, I knew they went to Hulk, so I was like, oh, you stopped the Hulk. You always stop the Hulk. Um, but my side deck, so in my main deck, I actually wasn't playing Imperm. So the only hand traps I, were, I was kind of playing was I was playing 2 Ash, 2 DD Crow, and 2 Triple Tactics. And my reasoning for that was, like, I want to keep my deck, like, really thin. So that way I always have a way to the normal monster. And for me, coming into it, I'm like, this is, like, a really, like, low hand trap. Like, people are starting to not play as many hand traps because the boards aren't getting that big and stuff like that. That's what I thought, at least. So I'm like, probably could... I, I probably am fine playing what I'm playing because DD Crow, if you guys aren't playing DD Crow now, what are you doing? DD Crow is amazing. It hits every single deck in the room except Flunder. Hits every other deck. And I mean, for Flunder, you just got to dedicate side cards anyways for him. So, um, yeah, game one, he goes off. I have nothing to stop him. And, yeah, like... No, I think... No, hold up. I went first game one, and I bricked. Like, really bad. Nothing I could do. So, he just wiped me. Game two, um, I know what to side in. I'm like, this man searched, searched like eight times, ten times. So, I side in my drolls, and I side in my D-barriers. and So, I can call synchros. That way, it, it slows him down enough to where I can play. So, I set up like... 
a mediocre board. Like it was it was pretty good. It was decent. So he he draws. He activates Etel not no, he didn't activate Etelli. It was something. He I think he went for Zamine, activated the fact he searched and I drilled him. And he said, okay. So then he's thinking about a synchro summon. And on the summon, I'm like, D-Barriers, call Synchro. He's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, there's no way this man's playing. Like, he just got D-Barriered and Droll. He's probably going to, like, go into Hauk and, like, just kind of pass, probably. So that way he can Synchro on my turn. I was severely mistaken. I was severely mistaken. Um, He went into Access Code and just beat over my stuff. And I was like, this man, so he went, like, Hauk, Selene, Access Code, like, he, he played the game, like, and really well. And, and I'm just, like, stunned, because I'm like, he, this man just played through a droll and a dimensional barrier. <laughs> and here he is, like, beating over my stuff and, like, killing me. And to that, I just have to say, good game. The man was insane. Uh, all the props to him. I don't know his name, but he pulled up with, like, this old mat. You could tell he'd been playing for a while. For me, I've only been playing for, like, a year. So, he he was definitely... You could tell he knew exactly what he was doing at all times. There was not a single chance that I even had, like, a remote chance. Especially with the hands I had. They were, like, really mediocre. Um, But, yeah. And also, Jet Synchron to one. Wow. You know? Um, that's, it really helped him. It really, really, really helped him. Um, so game, so match two, uh, I played against Sword Soul. Um, there's not much really to say. Um, I bricked like again, which to me was just like, it was, it was getting rather annoying because I was already just really frustrated from like not getting enough sleep and then like bricking and not being able to actually like play my deck so um game one uh he chi chows and he has the long one synchro and i just picked my cards up i was like there's no way i can beat that uh game two i set up my board because the the cool thing uh, about what i was playing at that point is um a couple people kind of knew what it was but a lot of people had no idea what i was doing so that's always the best because when you go into an event like a regional and people don't know what your cards do, it gives you the advantage because it kind of gives you the advantage because like you're coming into it, they're blindsided, they don't have side cards for you, um, they don't know how to get around your monsters. If they don't read it right and they hit you like in a wrong spot or something, it's fine. You just keep playing. Um, so this guy had no idea what any of my cards did. And I went full combo, and he looked at me and was like, well, I can't do anything. And so he picked up his cards game two. Game three, man, I sided in Dark Ruler and Evenly Matched. Did not see, see either one. Oh, no, it was Dark Ruler, Evenly Matched, and Token Collectors. Did not see a single one. Um, I was I was pretty upset about that. Um, didn't see a single one. He went off. There was really nothing I could do. I tried to play through his negations. Um, and I couldn't, which sucks, but it's understandable. You know, when you set up a board like that, there's not much I can do. So, um, O2, um, like, this is going to be another, 
I was like, this kind of reminds me of when I played the YCS. Am I going to go 03 drop? Like, please don't tell me I'm going to go 03 drop. So the next game, I play against um, a guy, and I remember him from the last regional. Uh, he was playing Gravekeepers, which I thought was hilarious. And I commented before I sat next to him, I was like, I love that you're playing Gravekeepers right now. He's a, he literally activated Prohibition and called, like, Aliver on this one guy who was playing Despia, and I was dying the whole time sitting next to him. And it was so funny. And so I remembered him, and I said, hey, he actually remembered me because he was like, yeah, you're the guy who commented on my Gravekeepers and told me how much you loved them. I was like, dude, like, I'm glad we get to play each other. But he was like, yeah, the ban list kind of screwed me up because uh, I was going to play Prank Kids. And I can't really play prank kids, so I didn't really get a deck together. So uh, I hope you like the deck I play. So right off the back, uh, there's red flags swirling everywhere. <laughs> when when he said, oh, I hope you like the deck I'm playing, I immediately was like, oh, no, what kind of jank-ass shit am I about to play? <laughs> so um, it's his turn. He wins the die roll. Um, he looks at me. Uh, he normal summons Inspector Border, sets four, and passes. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. There is no way this man is actually playing Inspector Border Pass. So I look at my cards and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this changes everything. So I get to Dryas. And of course, he doesn't know what it does. He he says, I've, I kind of know what these cards do, but at the same time, I don't. So I have to sit on Dryas because there's not much I can do. Um, I pass to him. Uh, he draws, and then he proceeds to, like, it was just, he, he basically stunned me out of game one. There's not much I could do. So, game two, um, I go first. I set up full combo. He tries to play through it. He just can't. Like, when you, when you set up the Sun Avalon board, it's really hard to play through it. And even if you do, you have, like, the, the person who's playing the plants has, like, an OTK mechanism, so that way they win game two, or they, they win turn two. Um, so for him, he tried to play through it, and he did the best he could, but there's just not much you can do when it comes to that point. So game three, uh, he goes first. Oh, no, 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 hold up. He didn't go first because he sided in. So he told me after the game, he's like, yeah, I sided Gren Maju in. And I was like, what? Like, he, he sided in, like, a full Grand Manju package, like, Pot of Desires. Like, I was very concerned and very confused. But I was like, yo, this is so cool. I can't even. I just got to let it happen. So he lets me go first. He makes me go first. So I draw basically, like, kind of a brick. But I draw into the Adventure Engine. So I get the Adventure Engine going. And my thought process is like, hey... If I just adventure engine stun him from playing until I can hit my level one, then I should be okay. And I just actually picked up an illegal knight. So I set up my adventure board. Um and I pass. But I have an illegal knight in hand and a wandering gift griffin on the field. So he draws and he's like, man, this hand isn't really that good. And he sets a couple, and I illegal knight and give him the card and, and pop back his, like, uh, monsters. Because I think he summoned um, the Fossil Dino. No, not the Fossil Dino. The, uh, 
I forget what he summoned, but I, I bounced it back to hand with the Illegal Knight and one of his back row. So then uh, on my turn, I bounce the Illegal Knight back to my hand. I draw, and I didn't see the, the level one monster the entire time, and I just beat him down with the Adventure Engine. I, like, I literally just attacked for game. I just kept beating him down with the Adventure Engine. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like I just literally just kept beating him until finally his I, I won. So that was that game, and that was hilarious. And I couldn't believe I actually had, like, just won that. So, um, that was funny. So then, uh, the next match, I actually played against a friend. Uh, shout out Lance. Uh, he was playing Despia. Uh, he's a little bit newer. Like, he, he he's kind of like, honestly, I'd love him as a co-host. Because he's, like, the perfect person for, like, this. Because he always plays, like, the weird uh, Dragon Mommy decks. And he's, like, hilarious. And I love him. Like, literally the first time I ever met him, uh, he's actually uh, one of the guys that goes to the card shop. Uh, he's actually roommates with him, and um, he brought Karibos, like the the Karibe, you know, Karib Babylon or whatever. He brought that, and we were dying the whole time, like the first match we played, because uh, he, he kept, he like, hit five-star Twilight, and I ashed it, and he was just like, man, that fucking sucks. <laughs> and we just stared at each other, and we had, like, a great time. It was amazing, but... Um, yeah, uh, sorry to Lance, man, but I just, I had everything. I had literally the hands, like, they were perfect hands. There was nothing you could do. <laughs> like, honestly, I kind of feel bad because, like, it wasn't, like, game one, I just set up this crazy board. Like, it was nuts. And he was like, yeah, I can't play through that. And then game two, um, he, so I ended on Aromatherapy, I think, Jasmine, because I was like, he can't destroy me by battle because I have more life points than him. So he summons Dragoon, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, so he summons Dragoon. He can't beat over my Jasmine, but I do take the life points. Or something like that. So then it comes to my turn draw. I normal summon like something, and he Dragoons, or my activation of something. So... Luckily for myself, I had a triple tactics in hand, so I was like, yo, what if I just take his Dragoon? <laughs> so I took his Dragoon, and I used it for uh, Aromatherapy Jasmine uh, tribute, and that gave me full combo. And that was that was so funny, because he was like, wait, triple tactics? I was like, yeah, he's like, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I just had it. I only run two of it, too, and I just had it. So, uh, then the next game, after that, I played against, uh, Brandon Eldritch, which, um, <sighs> this game was weird. This was, this was a very weird game, because the guy was kind of like, his deck was weird. Like, it, it did not make any... Any of the plays he made didn't make any sense to me. So, we actually ended in a draw. So, game one, he... He just branded me to death. And I was like, dang, that sucks. Game two, I set up my board. And he, like, slowly chips away. But I slowly chip away at him. Because I get all of his Eltlich stuff out of the grave, and I banished both his Eltlich, and he just picks up his cards, because there's only five minutes left. And he knew he, he knew I was going to OTK him the next turn. So then, um, game three, 
We have like a minute left on the clock. He summons the uh he summons Mirjade and then he has an aluber in attack position and he passes. So I draw I draw into World Carrot Weight Champion and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can I can do 100 100 like life points and I can win here if he doesn't Mirjade me." So I try to bait out his mirror jade so hard. Like, I'm using everything I have. Like, I'm like, please mirror jade me. Please mirror jade me. And, like, he just refuses. Like, so I'm like, this sucks. So I try to, of course, summon world carrot weight champion and attack. And he mass or he, uh, mirror jade banishes it. When I'm like, well, um, that sucks. And then as I'm going to end phase, it's time. So we tied, which I'm okay with. Uh, he was a really nice guy. He was really cool. Um, after the game, he's like, man, I didn't know what any of your cards did. And it was such a cool deck. And he was like, he wanted me to explain it to him. And I kind of showed him like, where are the best points to hit it and stuff like that. He was really cool. Uh, shout out to that guy. Um, the next game we I played is I played Plunder. And this guy was actually really cool too. So game one, he literally did not draw a single good card. Um, and I drew full combo, but he ashed my unexpected die. So I didn't have full combos. So I beat him down with the adventure engine again. <laughs> this happened twice that day. I beat him down with the adventure engine. Like I literally turned my token to attack position, specialed Griffin and attacked. <laughs> So then game two, uh, he did plunder stuff, and I couldn't really do much. And he just won that game outright. He just played better. Um, game three. Game three, man. I don't know what was wrong with me, but uh, I had to sit on Dryas because I didn't have a good hand. And he couldn't get around the Dryas because if, if for people who don't know what Dryas does, you can't actually attack it. So, but it doesn't prevent the opponent from attacking directly. However, when I take the life points, I gain it back from his effect, and then I special another one from extra deck. So either way, I was getting my life points back. And I was getting, like, advantage out of it, and he didn't want to give me any advantage. So he ends up <clears throat> passing on a uh, set card, and I think, like, a, a black beard or something. So I draw, and it's painful choice. And I'm like, this is possibly the best draw that I could have gotten. Like, this can win me the game. But, like a big dumb dumb that I am, I put it in the same column as his set card. And guess what his set card was, ladies and gentlemen? It was an imperm. So he impermed my driest, and I lost the game because of that. And after the game, he was like, dude, I don't know why you did it, but if you didn't put it in that column, you would have won the game. He was like, I literally had nothing to stop you other than that Amperm. And I was like, you're kidding me. He's like, no, I literally had nothing. And I was so upset. And he, after the game, he was talking to me after the game. He was like, dude, I didn't know if you, you were trying to bait me because he, th he told me he was thinking in his mind like, did this man just activate that in the imperm column? Is he like doing that on purpose? Is this like some crazy mind game? And I was like, no, nah, I'm just stupid. <laughs> and then, so the last round was kind of like, 
I knew I wasn't going to top, but I just wanted to play the last one for fun. Um, I had somebody who's – I had a friend uh, who might have topped if uh, he won that last game. So I wanted to kind of support with him and be with him, you know, while we played. So uh, that last round, I played against uh, another Brandon Elich player. Um, but we were just kind of like – we're like joking around. Like we weren't playing serious. Like we were summoning like the funniest stuff that we could. So uh, at one point, uh, I was like, hold up, let me just summon World Carrot Weight Champion and just hit into his Mirror Jade for, like, no reason. Like, we were just having fun with it. And he, at the end, he was like, yeah, you can just have the win. I was, like, two and four or something. He, he, he just gave me the win. And I was like, okay, that's cool. We were just playing for fun. Um, but after uh, we checked the ratings, uh, I had a friend – named Zach. He actually drove me. Uh shout out to him. He I think he got like 31st uh 32nd something like that. It was pretty high. He he was doing really good. He he played really well and uh I just want to give all the props to him cuz he really deserved a uh, higher and I kind of it kind of sucks that he didn't get higher. Um I got 61st which I was like kind of upset with because I feel like I definitely wanted to get revenge for last time. Um and the guy who won the event actually was playing Flunder with Extrav, which was like, okay. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I th- shout out to him. I, I think he he's a great Flunder player, but I, I do think Prosperity is just 10 times better. Like, it really is. I'm sorry. I mean, all his other tech, like, interesting tech plays, I think, were, like, really good. Like, he was playing the uh, Harpist uh, engine which I think honestly is going to be the new like norm moving forward. Cause I think it's just such a good card that you have to play it. And I actually like picked one up the other day because I was like, this card is going to be useful. Just like uh, since y- Yada came off, I think people are going to be playing that little Yada lock shit everywhere, which is stupid because it doesn't make the deck better. And I don't know why you would play the Yada lock like, you can't just get impermed or something, but anyways, um, that was all for the regional. Uh, overall, I had so much fun. Um, honestly, just going with friends and stuff like that. It, it, I don't really care at, at the end of the day. Yes. I'm trying to be competitive. Yes. I'm trying to win, but at the end of the day, like going up with friends and just like having fun and like trading and just being surrounded by Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, like, uh, I had a guy who, uh, needed one more CR Ogre Dance to complete a set, and he was, like, frantically, like, running around, and I was like, bro, I got you. Don't even worry about it. And I picked up an Illegal Knight and some Scareclaw stuff from him. It wasn't worth much, but I, I just want, honestly wanted to see someone, like, complete the set and be happy with it, you know? And at the end of the day, I had so much fun, and I'm going to look for I'm going to try to do a lot more bigger events and I'm definitely going to start getting some more guests on here from actually my card shop cuz you know I just want to support the community any way I can and like honestly like playing Yu-Gi-Oh and like going on Saturdays and Thursdays is like what I find my happiness in and so I want to support that any way I can and just like uh, any of you like honestly I highly recommend like just doing what you love. And, uh, this is also what I love doing. Uh, this just sitting down for like 30 minutes talking to you guys, like about stuff, random stuff, Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. It, uh, makes me happy. And, uh, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, sorry about the last episode. 
Uh, like I said, I will be getting you a redemption episode uh, Saturday, and I will be talking about the half case tournament that uh, Blade Gaming is having. Um, if anybody's in the Roanoke, Virginia area, like uh, I totally recommend coming out. Uh, you can meet me, like uh, you can meet like the whole crew. Like they're really nice. Uh, we're good people, so um, highly recommend if you're in that area to head on down. Uh, if you need the the address or anything you can always uh hit me up on twitter at uh killer meta ygo and thank you guys so much for listening to another episode and uh yeah just remember boys um please don't play inspector border pass at a regional thank you